Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, a major free agent is heading to AEW. And main roster WWE star is joined NXT full-time. John Moxley is speaking about blood and he's got a lot to say. And the latest update on Thunder Rosa. Also Blue Cane. Hi. Also Blue Cane. <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm <laughs> Phil. That, that's Phil. <laughs> this is the news. This is all over the place already. I love it. Fine. We'll get it back. Literally the only two people <laughs> in the office today. You'll have to see it. But we're going to kick this wrestling video off by talking about Kota Ibushi. He's going yeah. to AEW, man. Pretty cool. Uh, this is according to Fightful Select. Um, they report that there have been negotiations between Koda and the Tony Khan helmed promotion, and talent are of the belief that Ibushi will be coming in for an AEW appearance soon with blood and guts specifically mentioned as somewhere he could show up. Now that's in just a couple of weeks. It's in Boston. Probably got a bunch of big stuff lined up for that show. Also, at the moment, we have two empty spots. In that match, there's one on the Blackpool Combat Club slash Takeshita side, and there's one on the Elite side, and you would think... Kota Ibushi joins the Blackpool Combat Club. Exactly yeah. what I was going to say. He was famously in the Golden Lovers with Wheeler Utah, that famous yeah. uh, tag team in DDT. Um, <laughs> so there you go. This has obviously been something people have been talking about for a long ass time. Ibushi is one of the... I mean, it's Ibushi and Goldberg. That's the two biggest reagents around right now. Yeah. Unless there's someone really obvious I'm forgetting. Um, and listen... Goldberg in blood and guts? Hell yeah! <laughs> Why the heck not? He could join the Don Callis family. It would be weird. I would be into it. Most of you probably would not. And you were probably shouting at me right now. But what do you Ibushi coming in? I mean, 100%. It's been a long time coming, really, this with AEW. It's kind of been... It's been the thing that's been lying there ever since the very beginning, obviously, with the friendship between Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. Mm. And it's kind of just been waiting for the time to be right for all parties for it to happen and hopefully hopefully this is actually it and it does actually happen because there is a lot of incredible <laughs> matches that could happen with Kota Ibushi in AEW and I am all for it. Yeah it's frankly absurd. Uh, there is a little note in this Fightful report that Ooh. mentions some AEW and New Japan people who'd worked for both companies were a 
bit worried about how Ibushi working for AEW might strain the AEW New Japan relationship because, of course, Ibushi's split from New Japan was pretty ugly and very public. Yeah. Uh, and I would I wouldn't pass judgment on that because it it seems very complex. Um, but However, Ibushi's going to Ibushi, and historically, he has just done whatever the hell he wants to do. Exactly. At any time. He will shoot fireworks. <laughs> he will wrestle a dinosaur, yeah, and he will then actively not go to New Japan for ages because he wants to shoot fireworks out of his ass. Exactly. <laughs> like he'll wrestle on top of a car, and then you'll go and have like the most incredible five star match you've ever seen. Yeah. So the guy, I love the guy. I want him to have the weirdest year possible. I think his last match was for GCW over WrestleMania weekend, but he's got a date in the book for Gleet of all promotions. He does what Love he him. wants. Love him. What do you want to see Kota Ibushi do? Let us know down below. Blood and Guts? WWE? AEW? GCW? Literally any of the above. Yeah. Any of the above. I want all of it. Let us know. Uh, but moving over to WWE and um, little, well, little guy, not not so much a little, little guy, guy, but a main <laughs> roster guy uh, has been moved down to NXT full time. And this is coming from Meltzer on the Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, saying that Baron Corbin's new WWE roster assignment has been made official. So he is an NXT guy now. Uh, and apparently he won't be the last person to do this either um, in the foreseeable future. There could be other people moving from Raw and SmackDown. Down, down to NXT uh, in a bit of a sort of talent reshuffle, mm-hmm. I guess. Now they've been kind of doing this lightly for a while with mm-hmm. NXT, like bringing the odd person down to do a feud and then move them back up again. Um, but Baron Corbin seems like the first one to be like a permanent move down. Yeah. However permanent it may be, or at least maybe just do a long one. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what they do there. Well, who else they're going to bring in as well? Uh, trying to get some more eyes over to NXT I suppose uh, obviously Baron Corbin's second run in NXT now he started in WWE back in 2012 and then he was on NXT in 2014 um, doing his lone wolf gimmick uh, and then was in a bunch of things and then got called up in 2016 so it's been a while since he's been down there and he's definitely a very different performer than he was when he was back in NXT the last time uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this yeah it has indeed been a while and he actually looks a bit like stained man with the bald head these days <laughs> I respect true. it welcome to the community community baron you've been here for a while but welcome anyway um i I think it works like he is a very good heel no matter what you think of the guy he's fantastic at making you not like him which is probably you know why he's so divisive um he's really good in his role he's got some really cool moves he's always had really cool moves baron corwin deep six and days i wish it had never been kicked out of. yeah but that's a different matter (laughs) it is it is and the move rules is the point um i enjoyed his work opposite carmelo hayes he caught a promo this week where he was like hanging out with all his old gimmicks like constable corbin the lone wolf all this stuff and he was like no more gimmicks i'm just gonna kick ass and that's right up my street so uh, I'm looking forward to him beating up those young punks in uh, NXT, those up-and-comers, knock them down a peg or two, and ideally put a few of them over as well. Yeah, that would uh, help. He's also a guy that has just managed to completely fit within the WWE system and d- literally does whatever they'll tell him, and he's, he's always out of place. Um, and it, he'd be a good guy to have down in NXT just to sort of teach the new people sort of how WWE works a little yeah. bit and how to succeed within that system, which is, is hit and miss sometimes. It could be, it can be quite difficult. So it'd be some good knowledge to have down there. Goes to show that, like, he might not be the flashiest wrestler in the world, but every promotion could use at least two or three Baron Corbins. 100%. Uh, I'll never insult his steak cooking ever again. <laughs> that, that was a, a bad moment last year. Did you do a try cook off? Yeah, oh, God, that would be tremendous content. Baron, hit me up. <laughs> but you'll find me in the bald uh, the bald database. I'm, I'm in there. I'm one of the elders now. The bald pages. 
<laughs> I mean, you get it delivered free every year. You just have, you have to reach a certain level of coverage or lack of coverage, and then you, it just it shows up. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> uh, let's talk about John Moxley. Uh, he's going bald, so that kind of fits as <laughs> yeah. a segue. Um, his hairline's been a catastrophe for years, actually. Um, shout out to John. He's like my favorite wrestler, so I shouldn't insult him. Um, <laughs> this comes from a place where. He was getting plugs recently, though, so getting some work done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> Interesting choice to put wooden hair, but you know, whatever. <laughs> a big topic of conversation on the internet this week, of course. Let us know what you think of John Moxley's uh, plugs down below. <laughs> but he's been talking about bloods. Uh, obviously, he likes blood. Um, Obviously, I, I think he, he like a strong gust of wind would occur, and John Moxley would blade for it. Um, he, he does it almost every match. He did it on a house show recently, like the house always. What, what are they called? The house rules. House always, uh, house always, house always wins. wins. I can never remember. Wins. I can't remember what they call them. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Please, please educate us about this. Um, but he's he's kind of spoken to Sports Illustrated, and blood came up, and uh, he has a whole ass dissertation on this, uh, unpacking his theory, why he uses it so often. This is going to take me ages, but I'm. I'm going to read to you what John Moxley said. This is a combat sport. College wrestling is a combat sport too. They have blood timeouts to patch it up. The lowest prelim bout of a UFC card or a boxing card, somebody might have a little blood on their eyebrow or blood coming out of their nose. But they are not selling a blood sport. Obviously wrestling is not, 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 it's scripted. Um, it's not. Tune in for the blood, tune in for the gore. It's part of the aesthetic. It adds realism. And he continues, some people say this is just a random match. Why is there blood? I heard, la- I heard that last week versus Tomohiro Ishii. He's one of the greatest of all time. I'm not going to let that moment slip by. I'm going to... F- I'm going to foot to the effing gas pedal. How can I not? Uh, then I hear that I can't have a good match without blood. 
okay then, you've made my argument for me. I'll do it every time. That's very funny. <laughs> he goes on a little bit more. Uh, there's loads and loads to this, but this stuff is kind of key to me. Uh, I'm actually for less blood, but more often. If every single match on the card has a busted eyebrow or bloody nose, it would just be part of the sport. But some gory spectacle with blood shooting like a hose <laughs> is pretty unnecessary. We're elbowing each other in the face every single match. We're kicking each other in the face every single match. What are these people made of if they're not bleeding? What do you reckon of this? Ah, uh, see, I disagree with John Moxley here, and who the hell am I to disagree with John Moxley, let's face it. Um, but I think I don't mind blood in wrestling at yeah. all. Let me get that bit out of the way. I'm a Mick Foley fan, so it would be pretty hypocritical of me to go against blood in wrestling. Uh, I just don't think it needs to be every single match. And I think doing it every single match diminishes from the moment and the emotion that it creates when it does happen in something, um, like a, well, like a blood feud kind of thing or in a big match or a big moment um, even like an angle or something like that you can add so much more to it if it's special and it doesn't become special if you're doing it every match is my personal yeah. take I, I agree like I, I, I don't I'm the exact same I don't mind blood at all like I, I, I don't really flinch at that in wrestling anymore I've just become desensitised to it um, although like it's fun when I watch wrestling with people who don't always watch it like the slightest spec they're like oh my goodness gracious me uh, which is why they do it because it's effective yep. um, yeah a little I like the less is more approach as well uh, I do I see where he's coming from right if if we're talking about like this simulating a real fight in a real fight you're probably going to get bloodied right so I, I see his line of thought here, 100%. It's like, uh, if me and you went out and had 10 street fights, right? Nine out of 10, we'd get bloodied up. And that's probably about the ratio that John Moxley does. However, in wrestling, there are certain, like he mentions here as well, like every single aspect of wrestling is a little bit preposterous. Yeah. Uh, and he's completely right. But there's like an accepted reality of pro wrestling, right? Things like an Irish whip being an acceptable thing, despite being even more ridiculous than the shooting star press. Yeah. Think about how dumb an Irish whip <laughs> is, right? Oh, yes, I'm just going to willingly run off this rope and then bounce back so you can hit me. It's complete nonsense, but we accept it and it's part of the thing. Um, I think that not bleeding every match should maybe be part of that, but I'm not criticising him because he's a professional and I'm not, and he's also like one of my all-time faves, so you win. 100%, yeah. He is, <laughs> he is better at this than we are, so yeah. who the hell are we to talk? I will also say that if he's doing it every match and he's legitimising his own fights, what does that say for all the people who aren't doing it in their matches? Are they just not legitimate? Are they just massive cowards? Are they not hitting hard enough? Like, are you diminishing the rest of your roster by doing it every time and putting that as your That's it. response? Because if it's going to be like a universal thing, like, oh, you might get busted open, blah, Blah, blah. Everyone kind of has to be doing it, and yeah. then AEW is basically like red painting shows. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so we'll see. An interesting one, though. Let us know down in the comments below what you think. Um, but sticking with AEW for a bit, Thunder Rosa. We haven't seen her since August last year, a long ass time. But we've got a bit of an update on her health situation at the minute. Um, so Dr. Michael Sampson was on her uh, vlog, which you can see on YouTube right now. Mm. I've been on it drinking mezcal with her. If that's a thing you want to watch, it's over on, on Thunder Rosa's vlog. Um, <laughs> she's also singing to um, Simon Miller. It's a strange time. Um, anyway, so Michael Sampson, Doc Sampson was on her thing. Uh, getting a bit of a medical update on her back injury. Um, and basically just saying that she is progressing well, um, that she still has some issues in her lower back, but they're kind of going to sort of take it day, day by day. They're going to push it to see how far they can go with a limit of like, oh, if this is too far, we can take a step back and then like reassess from there. Um, 
So basically, they're going to give it about four to six weeks and then see where they are at. They still have to protect the back. Um, the pathology that she has in there hasn't gone away, but so long as they can keep progressing without actually bringing pain back, it's going to be sort of just little baby steps uh, towards getting better. But the keep going, trying to improve it. Um, and the whole four to six weeks things and reassess after six weeks sounds like it's a, a light at the end of a pretty long and dark yeah. tunnel for this injury. Um, so hopefully this means good things for Thunder Rosa coming back. Get well very soon. Um, and yeah, hopefully we'll see her back soon. Yeah, it's been 11 months, which is madness, really. Um, she had that little segment walking to Tony Khan's office before yeah. Collision launched, but nothing since then because she's not able to compete, so that's understandable. Um, yeah, she's turned into like a, 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 the kind of injury that when, when she had to drop the title and stuff, it was like... She was very upset, very emotional. So it was like, okay, this is probably worse than than we know. Um, but I think this timescale has just exploded to a level that everyone, apart from people who are in the know in the situation, Thunder Rosa, those close to her, Dr. Samson, AEW, yeah. um, it's just kind of wild. So yeah, best wishes to her. Great friend of the channel. Yeah, uh, She's been very generous in her time. She, like, we, she was on our uh, uh, Night of Champions. She was on that Night of Champions. For goodness sake. So we wish Thunder Rosa all the best. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing her kicking ass, maybe on Collision. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good stuff. Uh, let's move over to today's YouTube community questions. Hello. Uh, there was a bunch of really funny ones today. Um, and they, they kick ass. So the first one today, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll save this one for last because it's my favorite. Um, we'll go for some actual wrestling questions first. Okay. Ricky101 has been on. Uh, with Jey Uso pinning Roman Reigns at this past pay-per-view, do you think he will be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns for the undisputed title at SummerSlam? Remember, he is the only one to pin Roman since becoming Universal Champion. First pin for Roman in like a 1,300 days. Yep. Crazy. Ridiculous. Think he's uh, getting the gold? It would be an incredible end to the story. But I can't see it. I can't see them doing it uh, with Jey Uso, unfortunately. Um, I think it would be perfect. It'd be a hell of a move um, on WWE's part. And they have done an incredible job, both the Usos and WWE and the writing and everything, um, to get this story to where it is now and to get Jey Uso into the point of this question being legitimate. <laughs> Which, if you yeah. look back a couple of years, you would never, ever, 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 ever think that would be a thing. So it's a hell of a job that they've come this far and got Jey Uso to a point where people are going, this could be it, he could actually yeah. be thrown Raymond. But I just can't see it. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I do think that they still plan on strapping Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania next year, for better or for worse. Yeah. Um, I think that Jey will lose at SummerSlam. I think, that is, uh, I think that's how it's going to pan out. Um, and it, you're right, it speaks volumes that essentially a guy who's just like was a tag team rest like just like a great wrestler obviously yeah, a great tag amazing. team the Usos one of the all time greats but he was a tag guy for, for years and years and years you go back like six or seven years ago and he was dancing around in the orange shorts yeah. and like they were like uh, yeah it was, it was they're not the force of nature they are today so WWE has done an amazing job I think it's going to be uh, just like the drama is going to be very typical of this storyline which means it's going to be gigantic yeah uh, and it's a good main event for SummerSlam. Looking forward to it. Uh, this one, who's this from? Bill Kendall, 911. Oh, there you are. Uh, hello, legends. Two quick questions. Uh, number one, who turns on the other first, Adam Cole or MJF? And number two, what the heck is a gentleman's free? Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'll explain the gentleman's free real quick. A gentleman's free is a free star match rating, right? But it's, which it, by definition is a good match. Three stars is good. Um, but when you say gentleman's free, it's because you're being a gentleman about it. It might be a match that, you know, it, it's not 
quite annoying enough to be bad, so you don't want to call it that. Um, but it's not really got a whole lot about it. It could just be a functional, like, unspectacular wrestling match. Something that you're politely going, yep, that was pretty good, rather than something that you're super enthusiastic about or think, oh, that was really crap. It's like right in the middle. Uh, you're being polite, you don't want to bury it, but at the same time, it's not out of this world. That's the Gentleman's Free. Uh, MGF or Adam Cole, who's turning? It's got to be MGF, come on. Come yeah. on, yeah. come <laughs> on. Uh, as entertaining as this stupid storyline is, I am really, really loving it. Uh, and the little bit at the end of the birthday celebration with Adam Cole going down like, thanks for this. It's like, ah, yeah, they're, they're becoming friends. It's lovely. But uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's got to be MGF. Come on, come yeah. on. It's gonna be, I think it's going to be MGF. I, I think they'll tease Cole yeah. as just like a bit of a... Uh, like a, a red herring yeah um, and they've done a good job with him so far because they've p- painted him as being in control of this relationship which MGF isn't used to usually when MGF does these fake friend storylines and he's done a few of them uh, he's obviously pulling the strings yeah and he's trying to do that here but Adam Cole's a smart guy and he's not falling for it it's, it's, it's good storytelling um, I agree MGF's turning on him our final question of the day this is my favourite one um if you're fit, sorry, this is from Black Torch, who asks if your respective favorite active wrestlers were to go on a retirement tour, which rematches slash opponents would you want to see them wrestle? So my favorite wrestler of all time is Tomohiro Ishii, but because most of our viewers are AEW and WWE fans, because John Moxley is basically one A or one B to Tom's one A, yep. I'll go for Moxley, right? Okay. Eddie Kingston, I need to see that match again. This is his retirement tour. and But then I'm going a bit, well, it's not really left field, but his last two opponents I want to see him face are Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Because <laughs> Shield, great, haven't scratched that itch in a long time, and John Moxley is a very different beast to Dean Ambrose. I think it'd be great. Nice, I go. like it. Uh, mine is Brian Danielson. Nice. For obvious reasons. Nice. Uh, and the retirement tour... I would, Kota Ibushi is one of them, harking back to the first story today. Boom. Uh, that would be incredible. Uh, the other one is, oh, what was oh, what was the other one I was going to say? Um, Dyson, Ibushi. This guy? Blue Kane? Blue Kane, yeah. 100%. Brian Nelson versus Blue Kane. What was the other one I was going to say? It was in my head. Uh, the other one, one of them, one of them was Pac. Yes. Dyson Hell yeah. versus Pac. Hell yeah. Like, with, on this level, when they're both the characters they are now. Holy balls. That'd be completely that bananas. Would be absolutely incredible. Uh, Osprey was the other one. Of Boom. Course. Brian Danielson versus Osprey. Just go on. His retirement tour is just all the dream matches he hasn't quite done yet. <laughs> just a sensational run of matches there. Yeah. Pac, Pac should be in the Blackpool Combat Club, shouldn't he? Like, Pac should be back on TV. Yeah. Is what Pac should be. I don't even care where he is. He's just over there somewhere, isn't he? On goddamn TV. He's about he five down minutes that way. Yeah. Yeah. Pac, get out of Newcastle. It. Pac, what are you doing? It's rubbish here. Go, go back. <laughs> it's not rubbish here. It's pretty good. But Still hey. going to far side gigs. And- <laughs> yeah. Hanging out in your hoodie, I love it. Shout-outs to Pac, great wrestler, love the guy. Uh, And if, you know what, if you love this, you're going to love this video that's been hanging about here for 20 seconds that we just haven't acknowledged yet because we're weird. Thank you, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 